0: Welcome to Cheese, Wine, and Christmas, the magical podcast that will help you navigate the crowded world of sentimental holiday specials. Join hosts Brendan Bowes and Deirdre McCarthy as they discuss, critique, and lay bare your favorite Christmas movie tropes. So spike that eggnog and get ready for today's Cheese, Wine, and Christmas. Well... How do we begin this episode of Cheese, Wine, and Christmas? These
1: movies just get better and better. Um, and I wish you could see the air quotes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, today's fabulous find is Christmas Wedding Planner, right? Yes. Yeah, why not? So, like well, Christmases and weddings are both wonderful things to put together.
1: And we'll just give you a second here so you can look it up on IMDb mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. your, your yeah. movie... Uh, Research place of choice So
0: I only recognized the uh, Mom or the aunt Depending on who you're thinking about But I didn't recognize anybody Oh wait except for
1: The and in this movie
0: Is Joey Fatone Yes But he does not break out into song No he doesn't So okay Okay so we start um, meeting this lovely young lady. And what was her name? Kelsey. Kelsey. So Kelsey is a wedding planner, but she's a brand new wedding planner.
1: This is her very first wedding. Yeah.
0: We don't know what she did before, what led her to think she could become a wedding planner or what experience she had that might make it work. But Correct. she is indeed doing her first wedding. It is her cousins, and they have tons of money, and it's super high profile.
1: And it's as soon as the movie starts, she, uh, Kelsey is already in... A- Stretchful situation. She
0: is. She's in the coffee shop. And uh, she is in the coffee shop because she is trying to buy the perfect blueberry scone to appease her aunt, who she loves very much. The aunt is the mother of the bride. And there's an engagement party happening. And the mother st- of the bride is stressed out and kind of giving Kelsey a hard time. So she's going to get her favorite perfect blueberry scone from this place.
1: Kiss up.
0: Yeah. So um, there's a handsome man there. So we learn the- uh, They bump into each other. Of course. Because as all love interests in Christmas movies do, they physically bump into each other. Correct. That's the, the trope, right? Yes. Is the bump into each other, literally, and, physically.
1: And you you they look into each other's eyes. Yep. There's confused, a moment. but the moment. Right about the moment and that this is we're 40 seconds into the movie right
0: and the moment is so intense that she agrees to let him go in front of her for no reason at all right and he's ordering 12 coffees for no reason at all by the way
1: 12 blueberry muffins
0: and one blueberry scone
1: Yes, the scone was important.
0: Yeah. Now, we don't know who these are for because True. that never gets resolved. That's at, at, one of those things that goes nowhere.
1: At, at this point in the movie, he's just a random guy doing yep. a random order, yep. and he's off and going. But just
0: in case you, you think we find out later who he'd be buying 12 coffees for, the answer is no. We never find that True. out. True. Just, just so you know. True. I don't know who he's bringing them to, but he's bringing them. And um, I mean,
1: it, 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 it could be implied who he's Buying them for once no, you see them again? It goes
0: right to the engagement part. I
1: know, but he could be buying them for people there. But again, Possibly. It, it, it's, it's implied it's nothing is set in stone.
0: Right. And, um, when he leaves, we see him carrying coffees, but no muffins and no scone. There's Correct. no bag. There's no anything.
1: And the coffees are stacked up uh, the three. Uh, the little trays, trays. coffee trays, mm-hmm. are stacked up three high, and mm-hmm. he's carrying them around like without without trouble. Right. Like, so there's they're... definitely
0: no liquid in them at Correct. all. Correct. Like
1: right. there's no worry about spill. Yeah.
0: Well, spoiler alert. I I know you didn't see this coming, but he bought the last scone.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, right, Kelsey goes, right. it's Kelsey's turn next and he asks she asks for a scone and the and, the, the actor who mm. plays the barista must have the really the worst
0: background actor. He definitely knew somebody involved in the movie and he was super proud of himself for getting to say his ridiculous four or five lines, but um yeah, no more scones uh and so she tries to buy the scone off of him. Right. Uh, You know, Connor, who's now the love interest that we know about Connor, that's his name. So she tries to buy it off of him. He refuses. Off he goes. What are the odds he's going to be at the engagement party?
1: I would say slim 100%, to none. Right? <laughs> well, no, I was going to say slim to none. Right, except cuz why would you bump why? into someone and right. stare lovingly into their eyes
0: right. without
1: knowing them and then somehow end up at the same
0: By the way, the setup of why she has to have this scone is that her aunt is particularly difficult and she needs to appease her. So her her, her aunt is furious. That she's late for the engagement party. So furious, she needs to be even later to get her a scone. Correct. And yet for the rest of the uh, movie, the aunt is lovely and delightful. And just and a pleasant. little fir- just a little firm, but it ma- lovely. It makes right. a couple of passive. Yeah. And
1: I, we apologize if you could hear the background noise.
0: That would be my cats. And they've decided today's uh, this moment is a good time to be in the litter box in the same room we're recording. So, you know. Podcast. A-
1: adding a little bit of flavor.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um, she gets there. Her aunt scolds her for not having the scone, but says, luckily, somebody else brought her one because you guessed it. Connor's at the party.
1: Correct. Who could Connor be? I, well, he the, the, he is layer upon layer upon yeah. layer of who we're, he is. Yeah,
0: we're not sure. We think maybe he's going to be the photographer because there is a silly... Nonsense side little moment in the scene that seems like it's going to be incredibly important in the movie and isn't important oh, at all. Right,
1: because the aunt brings in, a, 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 like a top editor. tier editor. A, yeah,
0: editor of a wedding magazine. Right,
1: where mm-hmm. if she writes uh, positively about the wedding
0: and the wedding planner, it, then... can, it can
1: make Kelsey's career yeah, as it gets sky off the ground. So... And she asks who the photographer is, and Kelsey leans in and whispers something that we as the audience simply cannot hear.
0: Which implies that the mystery of who the photographer is is very important and will be revealed Correct. later.
1: And and even the, the, the editor was like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah. And so we think, well, maybe Connor's the photographer. Nope. No. Nope. He's not. He's not. But we'll nope. probably find out who the photographer is later, right? Oh, yeah. Because that's of course. so important. that's a circle
1: yeah. you need to close. Yeah. But yeah. the the first layer of Connor that, we, that we're able to peel off is that he is the cousin's ex-boyfriend.
0: So the ex-boyfriend of the bride. The bride, The ex-boyfriend of the bride. The one who broke her heart. But he's here at the party. They're getting along fine. Um, Emily is the bride, and Emily and Connor are getting along just fine. And so it shouldn't be a big deal, but everybody talks about how he broke her heart. Yeah. Right?
1: Apparently he was a jerk.
0: Yeah. So turns out that the aunt thinks he was such a jerk that, She wants Kelsey to get him out of the party. Correct. Right. So Kelsey tells him to leave. He says, absolutely not. And then he promptly leaves (laughs) after he says no. I
1: mean, it sounds like Deirdre's exaggerating, but that's how the sequence went. that's really how it went. She tried to kick him out. He's like, no, I don't want to go. And then the camera cuts 90 degrees, and he's grabbing his coat walking out the door.
0: Yeah. She chases him. Um, He's in the backseat of a car. I'm not really sure why. He's a driver for no reason whatsoever.
1: He's disclosed at this point what he's doing. So
0: she wants to know what's up. And he says he is a private investigator. He's been hired to figure out what's going on with the groom. To and,
1: hire into Todd.
0: Yeah, Todd. And possibly ruin the wedding.
1: Oh, wait, the the they were t- Todd... Brannigan.
0: Yes, a very because he's it's very established he's thing. very rich, so yes. of course he has to have a name like Todd Brannigan. Yep. Okay, so um, he's a PI, and he says, "Well, maybe you can help me find dirt on him, since you're the the bride's best friend." Right. And um, she says, "No," and there's a little like tiff, and it's like, "No way, forget it, I'm out of here." And you think, "Well, that should be the end of that."
1: No. Well, if you haven't learned by now.
0: No, it's not. So we cut to uh, a scene in the bridal shop. Okay. Here are the important (laughs) pieces of information in the bridal shop. Number one, there are three bridesmaids. Each one of them is a cliche bridesmaid. And when I say cliche, they're literally announced. By the way, if we haven't- One by one. Yeah. If we haven't told you that there is some weird uh, narration thing going on in these Christmas movies- uh yeah, this also has her self-narrating. The the lead character self-narrating. But they
1: try to do it in a very creative different way. So
0: whenever she's talking about somebody, they freeze and she gets to say whatever she wants to say about them and then they're unfrozen.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about the texting. Well,
0: that is two things. So that and then she's also texting all Expository information about what's going on to somebody we don't know who they are.
1: Correct. And it's a
0: secret. We do not know.
1: And we'll probably touch upon this again, but she texts like a, she's a, a terrible a, a texter. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it, uh, the text that we're seeing as audience is elaborate and Lots of dialogue, but she's literally just taking her thumb and thumping it on the phone in the same place, by the way, in the exact. Yeah, it's awful. But uh, so like just literature is pouring out of her. Um, But we don't know who they're going to. So we find out information through that. And also she does this weird narration thing where people freeze. So she goes through the bridesmaids. We have the jealous one.
1: I mean, in IMDb, that's how they're credited. We have the jealous Jealous
0: bridesmaid, the bitter bridesmaid, and the clumsy bridesmaid. Correct. Because apparently everybody has one of each of those. Correct. Right. So they do very over-the-top, jealous, clumsy, and... Bitter things bitter,
1: yeah Right I mean the the jealous one Is the one that they really stick to Yeah The clumsy spills cookies once mm-hmm. And the and bitter And has
0: frosting on her hands once
1: Once at the beginning And then the bitter bridesmaid Just says something bitter once and No,
0: then... he, she says a snarky thing At the actual wedding Oh, but she it's does? But okay. there's not very much There right. really isn't very it's much It's
1: mostly scowling with yeah, her
0: Yeah, there's a lot of scowling So um, we're at the, the wedding place The wedding dress place And there is a little piece of information that gets dropped in there that'll be important later and that's that there's a family dress that the mom wants her to wear and then there's the dress she wants to wear so it's referenced like it's going to be a huge conflict and then it's never mentioned again but it will come up later in a different way but you you think it's going to be this big bone of contention it's not uh you know we just sweet talk the aunt a little and we're okay meanwhile the groom comes in for no real reason, yep. very weird, and announces himself and gives them all gifts because he calls them his girls. Yep. And then he's leaving. Strange, he leaves the door ajar. Yeah, it's
1: the doors are the ones that shut pocket together. Do- yeah, yeah pocket, pocket doors. And he slams it a bit hard, so one of the doors kind of bounces a back ajar. So yeah.
0: that means Kelsey can look out into the waiting room and see what looks like him flirting with the, the girl who owns the dress place. Yes. Yeah. And he's like flirting and then he writes something in her little date book. And she are like, oh, no. Could he be cheating? Could this be true? So now she's ready to work with. Um, right. What's his name? Uh,
1: Connor. Connor.
0: She's willing to work with Connor to try to find out if that's what's really happening.
1: And it becomes Kelsey's mission over the next five, ten minutes. Yeah. To find out what's What in was
0: written in the book. Um, and it sounds a little suspicious. Yes. You know, but not, a hundred, you don't know for sure, but it sounds like maybe, um, they've hooked up and he wants to, uh, take her out to dinner because it uses the word hookup, but you'll find out later that's not what it meant. But at the moment we think that's what it means. Correct. So... She's gonna she's gonna find him out for her cousin's sake. Yes. So now they're working together. Oh yeah. Yeah, now they're working together. Um they meet at a restaurant he surprisingly is partners in. We with
1: <laughs> Joey Fatone. With
0: Joey Fatone. So Joey Fatone cooks amazing things and Connor was the money behind the investment. Yeah,
1: and, and- it should also be mentioned that Connor sits at the same booth.
0: Yeah, in the Each same time. spot all the time.
1: And he, he has, has all kinds of pictures, pictures and just stuff. scattered around the table and a notebook that he does nothing with. As if he's done
0: a ton of research, but um, actually he hasn't found anything on the groom at all. Correct. The groom keeps turning out to be great. They think, you know... Maybe he's after her money and that he's secretly broke, but that's not true. His family's got right. the, lots of money. The
1: direction they want to go in is that his family is actually poor, mm-hmm. and Connor goes out of his way to say that the father could be bankrupt or mm-hmm. is corrupt in some way.
0: So, of course, they do a little sleuthing <laughs> at a party at the well, parents' house.
1: Well, it's a, it was a special occasion party. It
0: was a tree trimming party, very fancy, at the house um, with servants and so forth, and so he does some very not subtle pi like moves around uh, the the room, questioning all of the servants, and they're looking at him like he's crazy. And he's giving them his card, and he's very not subtle.
1: It's it's very much a parody of what you would see yeah. in those t- in like a spy movie. So I'm
0: thing. not sure how he's as successful. PI but right. yeah and then they they're going to break into the dad's computer and find out his financial stuff oh
1: yeah they went all mission impossible yeah for this. yeah yeah they, so they, th- they broke into his office mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. a huge wood paneled room of
0: course it is because they're rich
1: and his supercomputer is a mm-hmm. laptop in the middle of the room
0: and of course they guess the um the the password because several mentions have already been made about their obsession with their boat Um, So these weird comments about the aunt's going to be late to the party because she doesn't want to listen to them talk about their boat. And then the one interaction we have with the parents, of course, they talk about the boat, which is all there for the sole purpose
1: of of having the the password
0: be the name of the boat, right? Because then the boat's all over. We don't hear about the boat after that. So that happens. And they're busy breaking in and they get caught. They get caught, so they pretend to be boyfriend and girlfriend trying to get at it, get down, get funky, and they do a big fake makeout session.
1: Correct. While well, the groom's father is just watching.
0: Yeah, because that's not awkward. Right. But it gets them out of a sticky situation, no pun intended.
1: Right. And then the, the, the groom's father kind of shakes his finger at them, and then he basically says, have at it, and yeah, then leaves. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And shuts so, the door.
0: Yeah. So they find out that everything is good. The groom is actually a really good guy. Yep. Um, and so they we have our our musical montage is when they're doing their last ditch effort to find out whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. So they're, they're
1: they're in a Scooby wagon.
0: Yep. And they're doing a stakeout and they're following him all over town. And as is evidenced by the musical montage, lots of time passes. They clearly are falling for each other. And um, this is the the big shift and change in their relationship, and it ends with them at a restaurant, staking out. Yeah, they
1: follow Todd into a restaurant, a very nice restaurant that isn't Connor's and George's.
0: And they're like, who is he going to meet?
1: Right, and while they're sitting there waiting for something to happen, the waiter comes in and he thinks he's,
0: they're on a big romantic date. His
1: shirt is too small for him because he's popping his muscles. And yeah, he thinks he they're on a, a date. So he's giving them all these wine recommendations. And putting weird
0: candelabras on the table yes. to make it more romantic. And they actually decide maybe that um, they will take him up on it and be romantic. So yes. they're about to have a romantic moment and they're about to give up on the entire um was, stakeout was, was be-
1: that when she said you're a bad kisser or was that
0: yeah she told him that he was a bad kisser in the um in the pretend makeout session and yes. he wants another chance and
1: apparently that was a time to flirt and he's like yeah let me do it again
0: and she was like hell yeah and they're about to when finally The woman from the dress shop walks in and sits down with him. Ooh, maybe that note really was something. Maybe they were hooking up. They
1: they didn't hug, they didn't kiss. She just walked in, sat down, Mm -hmm. and instantly everyone's like, oh, they're, they're, uh, this is weird
0: well keep in mind that you know we already saw the note in the book and we saw them being all like cagey so this right. is just confirmation
1: exactly as far
0: as kelsey kelsey's concerned so she goes marching on over there she's a warrior
1: she is a warrior she yeah. tells herself that she's a warrior she a goes over
0: there fierce and she tells them what's what
1: she, but i'm telling i'm telling emily and
0: i saw it was in your book so they know she went rifling through this woman's book um, now the groom knows he's been being followed, mm-hmm. and so everybody's outraged. Turns out the hookup was
1: the wedding dress. The wedding
0: dress. He came to pay for the wedding dress, and she hooked him up. She and to gave say him a deal. thank you, she gave him a deal. He was taking her out to dinner, and they are uh, at her husband's, husband's restaurant. Husband's
1: restaurant. <laughs> so
0: there is no hanky panky here. Oh my God, Kelsey is mortified.
1: And so is Connor.
0: Oh, they're both mortified. And now she's mad at Connor because he got her into this.
1: Right. But not, no, the, the, I mean, this isn't the drastic no, turning no, she's point. No, this like, is just, mm, this yeah. is, I can't believe he did this.
0: Right. So, luckily, the aunt comes and saves the day, basically, yep. smooths all of the feathers out and. They decide not to tell the bride and she calms the groom down and everything's going to be fine. But she does let it slip to Kelsey why we hate Connor so much.
1: I mean, it's not so much she let it slip. She fully on was like, oh, by the way, let me show you this.
0: Yes. Yeah, so she shows um, a canceled check, which Connor was given and by the father supposedly to leave the daughter now the
1: parents did not it it was it was explained the parents did not like connor when they were dating so
0: the aunt side of the story is that connor came and said if you give me money i will leave was given money and left and then she produces a second check that was given right before her husband died and she says clearly he was extorting him again because he gave him this money so we're like, oh, no, and Connor that, that's, sucks. that's
1: yeah. the turning point. So
0: Kelsey's like, fuck you, Connor. You are out of my life. I hate you.
1: Right. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> some Kelsey just takes the checks and slams them in front of Connor. Like, it's like,
0: explain yourself. Right. Right. And of course, Connor isn't able to. Even though he knows exactly what those checks are for, he hems and haws. She storms out. Now we fast. He tell.
1: He tell. Well, he tells like a, a quarter of the story.
0: No, not even then. That first time, he doesn't tell any of the story.
1: Oh, oh, he, okay, right,
0: right. He tells none of the story. Right. He's just basically, you know, um, no. Does he tell? Does he tell the first? Well, part? I thought. I
1: thought he said. I. I. I just used the money to okay, uh, so, help George. All right. And his family. So th-
0: he does tell that that party shows yep. the lease and that he he. That basically thought he was taking a loan from the father. Oh
1: no, you're no, no, you're right. He doesn't explain anything. He explains that part when George says that the freezer malfunctioned and she had to drive. Uh, Right, right, right. Okay, so
0: he tells her nothing. She walks out. Yep. The wedding's happening. And uh, the groom is like, no hard feelings. You did a great job. This is wonderful. Everything's great. going swimmingly. Meanwhile, Connor is <laughs> saying to uh, George. George, who's Joey Fatone, jo- Joey Fatone. Um, like how sad he is because he blew it. And he's like, just tell her the truth. And so they, they come up with this, this scheme where... Oh, well,
1: no. Before, this is where Connor has that one line that was extremely creepy and mm-hmm. weird.
0: He says, where
1: he compares falling in love with a woman that he just saw to a child waking up finding his favorite toy under the Christmas tree. Right,
0: which is creepy and weird and yes. a very misogynist thing. So, George is going to help him out. George is the caterer for the wedding. I don't know if you saw that coming, but of course, he's a wonderful cook and uh, he saves the day when her caterer backs out. So, yep. he's deeply involved in the wedding now. He calls and says, The freezer broke. Yep. She's like, oh, no. She comes running, but it's a ruse. The freezer it is, very is much a... fine. So
1: but... basically from here, this turns into like a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah, it's
0: the worst ever. So then Connor says, listen, I thought I was borrowing money from the dad because right. George's business was going to go under. I saved his business. And then I went back the next day and he said, yeah, I'm going to tell my daughter you were blackmailing me if you ever come back again. And off he goes. Right? Yep. So he explains that to her, and she says, well, that doesn't explain the second amount of money. Once again, he has an opportunity to tell.
1: Yeah, she gives him the, the opportunity to explain, and he's like, oh. but he doesn't, and she runs
0: off again. So we're back at the wedding. Yep. The wedding's happening. She's the maid of honor. she's up oh up. oh,
1: what? Kelsey leaves the restaurant after Connor couldn't mm-hmm. explain. The camera the camera stays in the scene. Mm-hmm. And one of the servers from the Christmas tree trimming party walks in and says, Are you Connor? You told, me I'd be, you told me I can find you here at George's. Yeah.
0: So she was giving him no information at the party, telling him to go away. And now all of a sudden, because she had his card, this is a callback. She's there. She's also very pregnant.
1: Very pregnant. Now,
0: I'm not sure if that is any clue to you about what's happening next. I'm sure you have no idea. <laughs> so we're back at the wedding. The wedding's happening. The priest says the line that nobody ever actually says in a real wedding, which is if anybody has any reason why they should. These two should yeah. not be married. Blah, blah, Please blah. speak now,
1: forever hold your piece
0: and of course he comes bursting in
1: well no because no one actually says anything yeah but it's like
0: two seconds after so it's it's like they're trying to trick the audience like oh you thought something was going to happen here and it didn't but literally two seconds later he comes bursting in he's brandishing the pregnant woman he's revealing that she's pregnant with with the groom's child
1: i mean they this goes this is like law and order svu end of an episode territory here
0: so you know she didn't tell anything at the party because the parents were paying for her to stay on through the pregnancy and being really good to her. But then they found out who she was pregnant with and they fired her. So now she's got no fucks left to give. So, right, which
1: is which was apparently four days beforehand. Yeah, this so all happened in four days. Yep,
0: so they blow up the wedding, and the groom is like, "Wait, what?" And then the bride go, runs crying off into the and we're like oh no so kelsey runs after her because it's her cousin her best friend her her, sister she calls her her sister but she's not she's her cousin and she's sitting on an artful beautiful bench right outside a beautiful stone church that they were just about to get married in and they sit and they chat and, um, you know, it's all going to be OK. And then
1: Emily, cl- Emily makes peace with the situation. Yeah. Rather
0: quickly. Right. And then Emily's like, I hope Connor's got a really good Christmas present for you. I don't even know what that means, if that was a sexual innuendo. No, the, yeah. or-
1: so so Connor steps down. I was like, can I talk with Kelsey? And Emily's like, yeah, sure. And as Emily's walking in, she whispers to Connor.
0: Yeah, yeah, give her a good Christmas gift or something dirty. I don't know. I don't don't know if the
1: director gave her the chance to improv. I'm not sure. That's what she
0: came up with. And basically they profess their love, um, and he explains during that moment that actually – the father was the one that hired him to be yep. a PI right before he died. Yep. He had doubts about the groom, and he figured, he, what was it, one scumbag would find another scumbag or dirt something. Bag, like dirt, dirt bag, dirt bag. Yeah. but
1: Yes. Now, now, <laughs> production-wise.
0: Wait, we haven't gotten to that yet. We haven't gotten to that yet because the 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 um, aunt is no, no. The aunt hasn't come out yet. He's still so he's standing on the step, and she's on the bench. Right. When he says that. And then he comes towards her. Right.
1: As he gets starting closer, there's, you're right. That's when this happens. And
0: clearly they did not get all the shots they needed when they first filmed this. Yes. Because randomly what happens?
1: Kelsey is in front of a green screen. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Yep.
0: So the back, the, the wall of the church is suddenly a green screen and it's a different actor walking towards her <laughs> that they're shooting from the back. Yes. And then there'll be all of a sudden a scene that's from the actual
1: right place, Church. and at and, this point the aunt has come out.
0: Yep, and then the aunt is in green screen, and they yeah, it goes back and forth through the whole end.
1: I mean, that this is this is like student film territory yes. at this point. Yes,
0: uh, yes, and then it was clearly they just didn't get all the shots they wanted or right. something, so they reshot things in front of a green screen and then interspersed them so bad, and then um. So they're all like loving each other and happy and they've professed love for it. They, like literally they've only fake kissed by the way. they haven't even kissed they right. fake kissed. Like, there's no like, there's no sex like in the last no. one there's they, nope. they,
1: I mean it's they been, know
0: nothing about each other it has been
1: pecks on the lips and, and one and a hug. Maybe? and
0: one musical montage right right they've not even spent very much time together. Correct like maybe 48 hours in all. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. In the yeah, span yeah. Of the, yeah. Yeah. So they're bemoaning the mess that's inside and they're gonna have to go in there and call off the wedding when he suggests that there's an alternative. And you're like, no, he's not really
1: I didn't even get the chance to finish what I was gonna say. If he actually did what he was what he did, yeah. I was gonna walk out.
0: Yeah, and there he was, down on one knee, proposing and by marriage. The, proposing yes, marriage. Yes. And she says yes. Now you might be thinking, where on earth will she get a wedding dress? Do or you a wedding rem-
1: ring. Engagement right.
0: ring. Right. So the, the aunt gives her wedding ring up.
1: Like just takes it takes off her it finger off and, and hucks, hucks it. tosses it to him.
0: And if you can recall back at the beginning of this podcast, we did reference that there was a family wedding dress that... You know, was maybe going to be a backup dress, and that somebody wanted to wear. So it just conveniently was also there at the church.
1: One of one of the first and only circles that fully get that completed. Full, yes,
0: because you might be thinking now, well, what about the photographer?
1: <laughs> you know, the no, no, nope.
0: nope. We heard nothing, knew nothing. There was no circle back on the photographer.
1: And the the we touched upon Kelsey text making these long winded oh. texts to someone mm-hmm. uh, to, ex, to for exposition on what just happened. She does drop the bomb that it was her dead mom.
0: Yeah, so she's texting to her mom who's no longer there, but it makes her feel better. So Correct. she
1: pays she pays for her phone bill,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: she keeps the number, and someone else doesn't get it.
0: Yes, and she just texts it, and uh, I think that was only in there for exposition number one, and for number two, for us to think she might have a boyfriend for a while.
1: Yes. Because she ends all of her long-winded messages with "love you muchies" or "lovely," yeah. some some yeah. weird, yeah,
0: yeah. So, okay, the first like half of it, while silly and tropy and Christmassy, was not painful to sit through. True, it was actually like okay, all right, I can I can get down with this, and and then all of a sudden it spiraled into green screen and Scooby getting married Doo, after you right and and it just became nonsense right it was like somebody had a really good idea you know when you were a little kid and you started writing a story and it was really awesome for like two pages and then you ran out of ideas and you wrote and then everybody woke up or something like that and yep. i realized it was just a dream this movie was like the christmas movie equivalent of that
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it, so I, they had a, a person write it who knew what they were doing at the mm-hmm. first half, and then they gave it they to their 13-year-old son <laughs> at, the, at the very it, end.
0: Yeah. Or they ran out of time. Yeah, and, true. Or they were drinking. I mean, it could be any yeah. of that And they just got drunker and drunker as it went on. It, it,
1: it wasn't the same person in the same state no. of mind throughout no, the entire definitely writing not. process.
0: So um, I'm going to give it a four.
1: I I, I can't go for I two maybe three
0: yeah but it's got to be better than a two because it was better than the last one and the last Eh, one was a two so that's why i'm giving it a four
1: i mean the the, to me they're both two for different reasons
0: yeah i i I say four because i was i was okay for the first half and i was on board and then then not so much true and and it might have even been a five until the photographer never gets (laughs) mentioned again and then it Then it was a four. True. So on that note, yeah, um, I'm going to go have some eggnog for sure with something in it. Absolutely. So I hope you're enjoying uh, cheese, wine, and Christmas, and we will see you next time.
1: Yes, we will.
0: Santa got run over by a reindeer.